everyone and welcome back to the Brainy But Clueless podcast. It's been a long time since the last time we spoke, but now we're finally back after a stressful exam and EIT, which is going to be the topic of this podcast. Yeah, so let's talk about EIT. So what is experts and team or EIT? Um, it's something most of master students at NTNU have to take as a compulsory course in their second master semester. And you can either do it as an intense course, which means it's like three to four weeks in January each day, eight hours a day. Or the other option is to take it as a semester-based course, which would mean that you have it um, once a week. I think it's running for 15 weeks then. So basically just throughout your whole semester. You have to choose or you can um, give out preferences in November, which villages you want to sign up to so they all have a certain topic to it um, they are located in different um, institutes uh, so yeah you can basically yeah sign up and then you'll get your hopefully your first preference preference uh, yeah so we found each other all in different villages at the end and in those villages a lot of people from different backgrounds are gathered so that's also one of the main points of EIT that we work in teams with like interdisciplinary backgrounds. So everyone should contribute their main knowledge or um, with their background so you can achieve like an even greater outcome. So you're getting up a little bit mixed and you're getting prepared for what is to come in your job life, basically. So yeah, that's uh, the main concept, I guess, from EIT. So maybe, uh, yeah, it would be nice to to have a small input in... Um, have you had a lot of teamwork experience before, Michael and Niels? Or was it kind of the first time you've um, had something like that going on? Uh, in my bachelor's degree, we didn't actually have much teamwork. So for me, it was a very new experience of doing teamwork. And especially in this one, because it was intensive, digital and interdisciplinary with people I've never met. So it was certainly a challenge, yeah. But I think I learned a lot from it. Nice. What about you, Michael? Yeah, I think group work was, it was not a major part of our bachelor's degree, but it was, uh, a lot of people were involved in group works and seminars and stuff, but not yeah. a very intense like this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I was um, quite experienced maybe in that sense. It was never as intensive as it was within those like four weeks of meeting up every day. But um, because I took my undergrad partially in geography, I felt like that's a, just a major which includes a lot of teamwork and also a lot of interdisciplinary teamwork um, from the get-go. So I felt like I was kind of experienced or like, yeah, I had like at least a nice space to start off the, the EIT work. Yeah, but I, I have some experience in group work because I've had... Um many different volunteer things. But then it's always working at a, a longer deadline, often uh, project-based and uh, much simpler. Mm -hmm. I was in a village called Change Agent where we were supposed to come up with some things that would help out innovators through uh, Sristi, the organization in India that helps young innovators who are looking to bring new products to markets in India. And they're very focused on having sustainable products. And so it was very um, intriguing to work with, but it was also a challenge because it was a completely new territory for me. And 
basically everyone in my group. So not only we were not experienced with group work, but we were only also uh, in a completely new mm. field. Yeah, we also had or my village was in something called responsible AI and welfare, which was really interesting because it was at something I've never experienced before. It was at the Department of Computer Science, which is the complete opposite of social science, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was a challenge to get to know what it really was about because AI is artificial intelligence, as most people know, but it's used as such a broad term. But now we went into the specifics and also the interdisciplinarity of our team. None of us were really in the computer science. Some of us were engineers and cybernetics, for example, but there were no one that specialized in AI or computer science specifically. So I think it was really interesting to see how many of our, our backgrounds would combine our uh, knowledge and how we operated would uh, how it would succeed in a way, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so what's happening with, like, EIT, for people who don't know, we basically have, like, three weeks where we work eight hours a day. And then the last week is kind of to wrap up the reports. So during that time in the EIT, you not only have to work on your project and um, hand in a report for that at the end, but you also... Um, a big focus is also on reflection and teamwork and team dynamics. And you also have to hand in a process report, it's called, at the end, where you reflect upon um, your teamwork. So, yeah, so there's like a lot of things going on during those uh, three to four weeks. So, yeah, did you feel like it was taking a long time to even figure out the project itself? Or did it take away a lot of time, which you... Which might have been easier with like someone, you know, who was like, oh, yeah, that's AI and like, let's get going. Yeah, I think that the things you ask is uh, really important. I think the as well as the project report was something you had to do and hand in and have a presentation for us every Friday, the end of the week. The Also, one of the main problems or the main things we had to go through was the process report and the discussion in our team, how we cooperate together and how we function as a team. Because when you have these many interdisciplinary backgrounds, it's easy to get a misunderstanding of each other and also not knowing how we should work. And that's why it's so important, I think, to know who you're with, because these are completely new people. You've never met them before. And it's people from many backgrounds, many cultures. And there can be differences in how you speak, how you behave, and also how you communicate with each other. So I think that's just as well as a challenge as it is with the actual report or the thing you're assigned to do in a way. Yeah, so um, I was also in a completely different village. Um, my village was within the Department of Architecture, and we focused on um, Nihavna, one of the districts in Trondheim, which is currently, yeah, really industrial. And the idea is to transform it into a new city district, um, yeah, where you kind of want to combine the history, the culture, but also provide like a really nice um, spot for people living, but also people visiting. Um, yeah, so just kind of come up with like a a new district within um, Trondheim. So, um, yeah, I felt for me it was, uh, I guess, like the first 
bit was kind of easy to to get into the project um, just because I've had seminars or just work on um, yeah, city planning and urban planning before for a little bit. So I think for me it was like a little bit of an easier start into it. But then I also figured out I'm um, like my part or my contribution will be the geography part. But then at the same time, we're in an architectural village. So there might be different standards. There might be yeah different ideas we should come up with. So it was uh, quite interesting to kind of piece all of our different academic backgrounds together because we were literally all from different departments. And at the beginning, as I think like everyone within our group struggled to kind of see what they could fully contribute. and But then we figured out that literally everyone has to con- or like has something they can contribute towards um, the project. So, yeah, I felt um, really um, good about working with my group. Like we um, got along really well. And um, even though, yeah, we were completely different persons or like had completely different personalities um we struggled (laughs) sometimes a bit but then we could still figure it out uh, along the way and yeah there were for sure like um moments where it felt like really frustrating because we didn't make any progress and yeah then there's like that time pressure of like having a presentation each friday and um just bringing out like just producing (laughs) output and you know coming up with like a really like kind of um yeah, a really big project at the mm. end. And then at the same time, like focusing on the team. And so there was a lot of pressure added to it as well. And so there were frustrating moments, but uh, I have to say that my group handled it really well and we we managed to kind of push each other and uh, get hyped again about what we were doing. So uh, that was pretty nice. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, for my part, I think we also started up with high expectations to each other and also to our group work as well. And we kind of try to focus that we are a team and a group that cooperates together where I think the more and more we got to know each other the more we felt that we uh, were more honest with each other because in the beginning this is completely new people so you don't know how to behave and also the aspect that we also all three of us had to do this digitally on Zoom so you can't even see each other physically so you can't even see your body language or something similar that can help create a good dynamic in the group, which can also eventually lead to conflicts or discussions. Mm -hmm. And I also think the aspect of being honest with each other and get to know each other is a huge part of EIT. For us, at least, we had uh, uh, every morning uh, when we started and also uh, at four when we ended, we had like this uh, fun fact or a question we want to know to ask someone in the group, like how many siblings do you have? What's your favorite animal? your favorite drink mm-hmm. or something like that, just, just mm-hmm. to know each other so we could be more safe around each other and also create a better environment because you're basically on a digital platform mm-hmm. speaking to each other eight hours a day about something you don't really know mm-hmm. anything about. So it's nice to get a nice environment yeah. out of it. I feel uh, that was the main part for us as well, kind of trying c- to create that safe environment where everyone is happy to bring up um, issues or also happy just just to share like their happiness or their thoughts or whatever. So um, yeah, kind of also it makes it more inclusive as well if you're able to create that safe space. And at least for us, um, I don't know if it was the same for you guys, but we always had to do the reflections at the end of the day. So like a reflection session of like half an hour, 45 minutes about the day and 
what we've achieved or like just whatever we felt like we needed to talk about. And at the beginning, I was really hesitant and was like, I don't really want to, you know, reflect upon everything. And we could use that time maybe a little bit better for just like continuing the project and whatever. But at the end, actually, it was like the thing I was most looking forward to each day because I just felt it was so nice to share my thoughts again and like talk to the people in my group and um, yeah, kind of just really making sure there is like nothing standing in between us basically. So that helped us at least a lot. I don't know about if it was the same for you guys. Uh, no, I feel like uh, you're in on something very important here because in my group, I feel we were sort of blindsided by um, we have to work on this project. We have to do well there so we uh took all the team reflections not at the end of the day but in the next morning so that people would have time to write a personal reflection and reflect on it and then we would have the team reflections but through doing that i think we missed out on some of the natural dynamic that develops in a group which is so important in group work that you have as mikhail said as well these fun facts and that you get to know each other and that was that was something that my group partially struggled with, uh, establishing those bonds inside the group because it felt sort of fake when it's digital. Mm-hmm. So that was one of my takeaways from, from EIT is how important uh, social aspects are in group. And also re- reflecting on, on group work, if you don't have the social uh, framework or the social fun- foundation for group work, it's so much harder to give feedback and honest feedback to your group members and in my group, for example, that led to things going unsaid and creating like an awkward vibe that made it more hard to work together. And and also this was also influenced by it being digitally. It's very hard to pick up on social cues. For example, one of the members in my group, when she felt she was neglected, she would turn off her camera and microphone and she would yeah, not absent, she would be there, but it w- we wouldn't be able to see her behavior or she wouldn't participate as much. That would be something you would pick up on in a uh, physical setting. But as it was digital, that was very hard. So it's also yeah. something I learned, the challenges of, of working digitally. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Mikal? Did you experience anything of that? Yeah, I experienced it, some of it, especially towards the end. We had uh, a greater discussion, but to prevent this at the start, we all did like this cooperation agreement, which I think everyone has to do in their EIT. Yeah. So you establish already which rules, uh, which should be included and what should be done throughout the whole village period for your own group. So at least one of our uh, kind of rules were to have camera on on all time when we spoke to each other. So I think that helped that we all were on a common ground in a way. However, I think also that it's important to establish more rules than just having your camera on. It's more being honest with each other from the start or try to have a, a, a setting where everyone feels safe and comfortable because if you're not safe from the get-go, then you wouldn't say your opinions. And if you're afraid to say your opinions, the teamwork wouldn't uh, be as great as it would have. Yeah, Yeah. no, I, I agree. And that was that was something that we all, I think, in my group learned from the, the EIT course was how important these cooperation agreements can be. As it sort of externalizes taking up a topic, it's no longer, if I see you, Katrin, that you uh, turn off your camera and I think uh, that you shouldn't have done that. It's not me 
Thinking you should not have done that, it's something that we all agreed upon. Also easier than to say, oh, can you please maybe switch on your camera again? Yeah. Because then you feel like you've established it at the yeah. beginning. But do you guys feel like you've had to go back to the cooperation agreement a couple of times in terms of like following whatever you set up? Or was it just something you did at the beginning and it was somewhere in the back of your minds and you kind of followed it? So... In my group, we agreed that if topics took too long to discuss, we would do a majority vote on it and get along with things. And throughout my village, my group was very debate-oriented. We discussed literally everything. <laughs> took great time. And that was something that we found out that we didn't really do much of those votings that we perhaps should. But at the same time, we wanted to be consensus-driven. Mm -hmm. We wanted to have everyone on board the whole time. But maybe that was also a, a sign of lack of trust. Mm -hmm. If you cannot um, trust that yeah, your group members make mm -hmm. good decisions without you having been part of the discussion, mm -hmm. are you really then a good group work? So there are so many dynamics from EIT that I've reflected upon Yeah. Uh, afterwards. I mean, there's a lot. It's like three to four weeks. And mm. yeah, yeah, like each day there's a lot going on. So um, yeah, I felt like for the cooperation agreement, at least for me, we set it up, you know, on the first day and you don't know the people. And I guess like my group hit it off really well at the, on the first day. So we... Um, Yeah, agreed quite quickly on um, a cooperation agreement. But I felt like, yeah, we didn't uh, go back to it a lot. Maybe it was like somewhere in the back of our heads, I guess. But then I also didn't feel like it was necessary to do so. Yeah, but you, you don't, I, I you don't like know it, that. So. Yeah, so mm. I feel like it's something really nice, especially if ha if you have bigger struggles within your group. Mm, yeah. So you you can go back to the point where like we all agreed on that, and that's kind of where we we're gonna start off again. Because I feel like yes, you said there can be a lot of debates going on, and same for me. We were like seven people in the group, also digitally, so it takes a long time to go around and like hear out everyone's opinion and get everyone included into the discussion, and then yeah, it just naturally ends up like talking in circles because as we said like. All of us in, like, in the groups have different backgrounds, so there are different understandings to certain things. And yeah, and then it takes you like an hour and then you figure <laughs> out that you just talked about literally the same thing. You just like phrase it differently and then you're like, yeah. oh, no, we should have like we could have just stopped that earlier on and used our time more wisely. So but those are all I feel like just things which are nice, um, even though they can be frustrating in a moment, but they're nice to learn. Um, because that's something we're probably going to face without, uh, within the next weeks, months of our studies, but also later on in our internships and jobs. Yeah, we also, with the cooperation agreement, we only revised it once, which I think was great because we already had established what was needed and stuff. But what we also figured was that working in a whole group could be very difficult because you had to hear everyone's opinion. So one of our breakthroughs throughout the EIT was deciding that we should divide in smaller groups. So we were six people and then we divided each other into three groups of two. And we communicated with that person and cooperated on that. And then we went all in together in a breakout room and said, okay, this is what we found. This is what we found. And then created a common ground so we could mm -hmm. all work on the same topic. Yeah, I feel like... 
that's something you have to figure out along the way. I think it depends a lot on your topic, but also a lot on your group and the personalities within your group. Whether you want to split the group into smaller ones, come back, or if you just continue working all of you. So for us, it was like really the seven of us working all the time together for the first week because it was mainly about idea creation. So we felt it was like really nice to have a lot of minds together and come up with like really cool ideas. But then also at some point you have to start working on the report. So it naturally goes into a little bit more um, individual work. So yeah, that was also the point where we started to break up the main group and like go into smaller groups, just uh, go into separate breakout rooms, talk together with less people. So yeah, so I guess it's also something which kind of works out naturally in a way. Yeah, sounds like you actually hit the nail in regards to the EIT theory, because it says like, what is important for good group work is to have like interdependency, but also autonomy. So Mm -hmm. in my group, we were definitely interdependent. So to say that we had worked on the same group, but we decided to split the work into five tasks. So we each had one task that were not as connected. So we worked alone. And that ended up not being the best choice because since we were not so interdependent, we ended up branching out in different ways. Mm -hmm. And then when you get together again, it's like, how do we put together these Mm -hmm. things? So, yeah, I learned from EIT then that in a group work, it's important to give members a chance to work alone and Mm -hmm. have autonomy, but also to stay dependent on one another. Yeah, so um, kind of to avoid that problem, what we did was whenever we were working individually that we would set aside like maybe an hour or two and then said, okay, we're going after that time, we're going to do like just a small check in for like five or 10 minutes to kind of make sure and see where everyone is going, then that we're still on the same page. And I felt that was our, I guess, major breakthrough to figure out um, how to work individually, but still stick together and like make the whole thing coherent because that mm. was also yeah a big um i think a big thing which was coming up both in the second week where we're like okay we have all those ideas but they're quite individually so how to put them together yeah i think these check-ins are very smart because then you also avoid people becoming idle like yeah. you don't feel like you <laughs> want to work mm-hmm. if you're having these check-ins it's sort of like a pressure but also eagerness to share what you've done in the in while you've been working individually so it sounds like a good idea yeah it was uh it was actually like really nice i i really enjoyed that so i can i can only recommend doing so especially if you're like digitally i guess um because i mean if you're in person you can just um i guess um talk quickly to each other but yeah yeah when you're working digitally and when we did individual work we often turn off our cameras and microphones so yeah, as you said before, like it doesn't seem like the person is present, even though the person is. Mm, yeah. So it's nice to um, go in or come back for like smaller check-ins just to make sure everyone is still there and like working and on the same page. Yeah. yeah do you guys think it's different working physical in person compared to Zoom? Or like, is there a big difference you think that makes the group dynamic worse or better? I think there is a big difference, yeah. There's all these things that happen naturally when you work uh, physically that you will have to facilitate yourself when you're working digitally. As with you, the fun facts. Maybe that's something you would discuss over a coffee and a break. Now you have to schedule it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's definitely different working digitally. And it's like you have to be conscious of socializing almost. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very strange, but I'm 
glad for having the experience. Mm -hmm. I remember right after EIT, I was sort of frustrated because the digital aspect of it had, I, f I felt like it had hindered the pot potential of our group because we all agreed like towards the end that we were uh, a bit sad about how that we didn't be able to work better together, but we all agreed that if it had been uh, physical, we would have worked so much better. Yeah. So I was kind of disheartened about it afterwards, but now I see it more as a important experience to have because mostly, most likely, when we when we get into work later in life, we will have to work digitally with mm -hmm. people again. So yeah. it's only nice to have this experience. Yeah, I also felt like it was a really nice experience. And the same as you, I was kind of bummed that um, we had it like digitally. I was like, oh, that's going to be so much harder and like sitting in front of your computer like eight hours straight. But actually it uh, for us, it worked out quite well. We figured out a way how to work with each other digitally. Um, yeah, but the same like some parts are missing and especially like the social part, you really have to make yeah. sure it's included. And uh, yes, you said just like the breaks, like your lunch break, you're just going to take it by yourself. And mm. that would be like the perfect time to get to know your people in the group. So it's, um, yeah, sometimes I feel like it would have been really nice to, to, got my, to know my group even better. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. though, I think things will get back to normal yeah. for so, the next people who will have uh, EIT. Yeah, do we so have any tips for them? Yeah. So uh, do we want to maybe give some like main takeaways and advices for um, teamwork or in general or EIT? My number one from tip from my experience is to be honest from the get-go. Like if there is this hidden conflict in a group where you feel like that you can't say anything because you would just get downvoted or you would never get the chance to say what you really feel, then you would probably, uh, it would be like brewing up some tension that shouldn't be there. So I would probably advise to just say what you mean at once. And if there is anything taken in a group as a whole, not... Just be honest. Yeah, just <laughs> be honest. Yeah. I feel that's very important, yeah. But at the same time, you would have to be considerate and kind because when you don't know these people, if you are very harsh, it's mm -hmm. not going to bode well for the rest of your group work, <laughs> I feel like. So, but yeah, honesty is very good. So one thing which helped me out quite a bit in terms of like how honest like can I be or like how should I phrase certain things was that um, actually our team took um, the 16 personality test <laughs> at the first day, which um, um, when my group member came up with it, I was like, okay, I mean, it's just for fun. And like, I didn't think anything of it, um, basically. And I've never taken a test before. So we all uh, took the test and, you know, you get your um, avatar, like kind of like a saying, like, yeah, your type of personality. And we barely looked at it on the first day. We were just like sharing it. And then mm. on, I guess, like the days um, afterwards, we we're like, oh, we could have a look into it, like how, like what that personality says about working life. And it was actually hilarious because um, throughout things, or things which happened throughout the uh, weeks, um, we always had to laugh about it because we're like, oh, yeah, it, it, that's like you just said that because you're like that type of personality. <laughs> so um, actually like kind of um, potentials of um, clashes maybe ended up in being yeah. something actually quite funny. So um, 
yeah, for example, I'm not the greatest in terms of um, time management, but then we had those really structured people in our group. Um, yeah. So whenever there was like a time management issue, maybe we just had to laugh about it. Because we're like, oh, yeah, it's, of course, you want to make sure we continue now because you're that kind of person where it's like, I'm more like the f maybe free bird and like, I just see how it goes. So um, uh, I thought, I mean, you probably should not take the personality test too seriously, <laughs> but it was definitely like a fun way to get, you know, get to know people you don't know, especially in the digital format quite um, quickly and also um, get like a nice insight. And it made it for me, it made it easier to share my thoughts and opinions and because I kind of, maybe knew how they would react it. Yeah. I'm, I'm envious that we didn't do that in my yeah. group. Yeah. So yeah. Um, great advice, at least yeah. from my side. It helped a lot. Yeah. From my group. Yeah. Uh, I haven't any recommendations on what we did. But what I wish we have done was to meet physically, all of us, just for a cup of coffee, maybe. Mm -hmm. Something just to get, uh, to have that physical connection. It would help out so much, I think. But at the same time, you would have to make sure that everyone's there. Well, our group did that in the first week um, after, I think, three or four days. And we just met up also um, to kind of get to know the area we were working on. So it was my, kind of like a s really small field trip we were uh, planning on. But then we also had a coffee afterwards. And it helped oh. a lot just those like couple of hours because you're finally, like, oh, that's, yeah. you know, how you maybe move or like behave or that's your body language. So that also helped a lot to bond, I feel like. Yeah. So that's a great advice yeah, in, term, never, no. in case you have to work digitally and it, there is the option of, of meeting up in person. Yeah. Never had that like meet up physically yeah. because at the time of our village, none of our team members were, everyone were present at Trondheim mm -hmm. at the time. So we didn't manage to do it. However, I also think a tip would be that you have to think what's a problem for you individually for the team and what's a problem for the team as a whole collectively because what you think is a problem for you might not be perceived as that for the whole group or so you can bring it up of course but remember that there is a difference between what you think of the group and what the group thinks of it that's a great advice I feel yeah. like because that's also why I felt like the reflection sessions were so helpful so big advice like spend time on those at least from my side because there you can make sure like you share your opinion about how you feel the group is evolving but then you can talk as a group and like get everyone's thoughts so you can just like the difference what you mentioned Michael um, will get a little bit more clear and might help to just bring up and I feel yeah I feel like the greatest advice also is just try and establish a safe environment so everyone feels happy to share thoughts and opinions and no one gets left behind. Yeah, and another point of uh, recommendations is to read up on the theory in advance. It was I got this revelation when I read the theory <laughs> towards <laughs> the end, as everyone does. I was like, oh, this is how we were supposed to work together. Mm -hmm. So yeah, set off some time, mm -hmm. just a couple of hours, and skim through some of the um, different theories because the theories in EIT are actually very good mm -hmm. at how you should approach teamwork, even in a digital setting. Yeah. And I also felt uh, reading through the theories that you could literally apply everything which was written there yeah. and some on some situation which happened within the, those couple of weeks. Yeah, And, you know, just also reading upon like what's natural and like, 
yeah, about like what is a group, what is a team, that there are differences even with those, between those two and like which roles can be taken on and which might be, yeah, have more positive or more negative aspects to it. So, yeah, it's uh, it's actually really good advice to read upon some theories and some frameworks. Um, it might help you in case there are some, yeah, struggles along the way. Yeah, and also I would recommend be constructive, not <laughs> negative. Like, try to keep a positive attitude about things, even though there may be some negative outcomes. So, seem like it's directed towards a group that this is our problem, not my problem in a way. Mm. So yeah. this is what something we can work towards that, not something you or specifically. So there is a whole group dynamic behind this thing and not just your personal problems. Yeah, and that, that plays into that interdependency again, that mm. we are a team we have to do this, whereas instead if you split up all the things, it's your problem that you have not done this, that, yeah. So, yeah, any yeah. other recommendations? No, I guess if you're just currently in experts and teams, um, yeah, just enjoy the time as well, <laughs> even though it might not be that enjoyable yeah. um, all of the times, but um, it's a really, like, you could you can take away so much and i feel it's so helpful especially for um future work teamwork and um especially when it comes to interdisciplinary interdisciplinary work um also for your job life so um yeah just um even though you might not be fully motivated to do it DAT, just um hang along <laughs> try to try to get it through and try to make the best out of it because um I feel like in retrospective, even though we might have been not happy f all the time um, during those weeks, um, in retrospective, it was like an, a really great time. I feel like everyone would say so. And everyone learned a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Same for you, Michael. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I think it was nice to have this experience. And I also think that now what we experienced in EIT may be also what everyone in work life experience during the beginning of the pandemic that you have actually the ones you're sitting next to in the office is now behind the screen virtually and you find something about that person you never knew before and there is this big like what why am i doing this and how how should we approach this and i think everyone should even though it's maybe not be digital next year everyone should have this experience of working in a team because the whole your whole life depends on cooperating with others yep. and it's a nice experience to know what you should do and how you should behave when it first comes to that setting yeah nice and i think that even applies to everyday life yeah how you should approach people it really gets you to and when it's so interdisciplinary and people have all these different practices and stuff to do you will naturally encounter people who approach problems in a different way than you're used to. So you have to adapt. And that makes it easier, like maybe everything in life, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I already felt that um, just what I've learned throughout that month, that uh, I applied some things to my daily life or, you know, how to communicate with friends or flatmates or like yeah. more group work, which is currently going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
I feel like it's a nice experience and so we can leave on a happy note, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Be kind. <laughs> If you have any more questions about EIT, uh, you could always send them to us on social media. Yeah. We're um, more than happy. If you have any struggles, we're more than happy to try and help you out. Yeah. If you need some tips or advice or takeaways, let us know. And also, if you have experiences yourself, we have also this Gmail we have. So you can send us to brainybutclueless at gmail.com. So if you have any experiences or anything similar. Yeah. Or if you fully not agree with us, uh, let us know. <laughs> if you're like, no, it was the worst time ever. Uh, yeah. So we're looking forward um, for some feedback. Um, yeah. For yeah. some input. Just um, message us. Hit us up on any kind of social media platforms. Yeah. Should we wrap up? Yes, let's wrap it up. Yeah. That's it from the Brainy But Clueless gang this time. So, bye! bye.